You're listening to Tech Talk Central. So this is Vicky Kolovo for Tech Talk Central, and I'm here with uh, Pepe Borrell of Crowdcube Spain. He's the managing director. Welcome, first of all, Pepe. Thank you. Um, so Crowdcube is an investment crowdfunding service. Uh, which allows anyone to invest or loan small amounts in small companies in return for equity or annual return. Is that right, Pepe? That's correct, exactly. People invest from as little as 10 euros and as much as they want in startups and growing companies, correct? Okay, so immediately you, know, you sort of think, what's the differentiator from Kickstarter or some of the other ones that are very well known? Yeah. Kickstarter and Indiegogo, they are uh, doing uh, uh, rewards crowdfunding, which means that you give money to some project and in exchange you receive some, some, uh, some perk. Mm -hmm. and you, don't, you don't get equity mm -hmm. of, that, of that company. An example, a perfect example is a company that was sold to Facebook, who, which is uh, Oculus Rift. Yes. The virtual reality company. It was sold to Facebook for like a thousand million a billion dollars, sorry, and this company did a rewards crowdfunding on Kickstarter. If this company would do an equity crowdfunding uh, campaign on Crowdcube, like, I think that there were like, there were like 3,000 people who supported us, who, who backed this company, so they would become investors and they would get some return from Facebook acquisition. Mm -hmm. That's the main difference. Okay, so uh, you recently actually had a big success. Uh, Mondo, which is a mobile bank, if I understood correctly, raised a million uh, euros, I guess, in 96 Correct. seconds. Correct. That was actually they 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 had they were supposed to launch a campaign on Tuesday, but due to the demand we had from investors and from the crowd, our site crashed uh -huh. for two hours. So yeah. That was pretty crazy for us. It was tough, tough week, but finally everything went well, and yeah, they raised a million, a million pounds from more than 1,300 investors uh, in 96 seconds. The good thing here is that this crowd invested alongside with one of the top and leading VCs in the UK, which is Passion Capital. So. Mm -hmm. uh, we we aim to be this channel, and we aim to, to help companies to get uh, investment from, from the crowd and democratizing investment is, is what we try to do. But if you invest together with uh, VCs, uh, yeah, the opportunity is huge. It, um, so yeah, that takes me actually to a question I was going uh, to ask you further down. But I, I looked on your website and I saw that most of the startups that I see there or most of the companies requesting uh, investment already have a big backer so does that mean, um, do you select the startup for the companies that will go on the platform? And if so, do they need to be at a more mature state? Well, uh, this can actually, nowadays, most of the startups are backed by VCs or prominent angels because the market is growing and the confidence is there. So we are a regulated platform, which means that we have to verify everything is going live and in order to be fair uh, clear and not misleading. Mm -hmm. um, five years ago or four years ago when we started Crowdcube, uh, the companies were not this kind of, uh, the level or, or the quality of the companies were not the same, obviously. 
but now uh, VCs and big, big business angels, they are referring us some companies that they have on their portfolio because they see that the power of the crowd, that getting the crowd engaged with companies is helping the companies itself, themselves. Uh, especially with those companies that are B2C or consumer or, uh, yeah, consumer goods are pretty, pretty successful on the, on the site. Mm -hmm. So sometimes companies come with VCs, which is a validation from our site also. It's good to know that Index Ventures, Axel Partners or Passion Capitalists is investing in that company and some other some other times we just list companies on the site and the vcs or the big investors uh, they just invest through crowdcube so both both happens so that means you do actually accept corporate entities as investors uh, sure. on crowdcube yeah. and from any country uh, well this it depends on on the country of of the company raising funds uh, for example, it's, it, there is no problem in, for investing in UK startups from anywhere. Mm -hmm. Actually, in the United States, uh, you cannot invest in startups if you are not an accredited investor. But we do have investors from everywhere in, in Europe. Uh, in Spain, we also have some international investors for our companies. It's a little bit more difficult because the bureaucracy in Spain it's tough, so we have to create a legal structure which helps and which allows small investors investing in these companies without uh, getting too much cost for investing. Mm -hmm. And what kind of reporting do you give uh, investors uh, once they've invested and the investment has gone through? Um, do you have your own tools? Do you? What exactly. happens? Yeah, we, we have a, a tool which is called the Investor Relation Portal. Uh, which is on the site, so any investor can go to his portfolio on Crowdcube and see the, the last uh, updates of, of the companies. But mainly what it happens is that we are improving on that because we are still young and we want to improve on, on that because it helps also engaging for the engagement of investors and follow-on rounds. But the, the, the thing that's going on right now is that entrepreneurs are doing their, their homework pretty well. So they send reports through usual online channels like email, MailChimp or whatever. Mm -hmm. as, as, well, as well as they do to the VCs or to the big angels, they just send it with a newsletter to the investors. I'm an investor in some startups and I get like 10, 12 newsletters from, from my portfolio companies. Uh, updating me about everything. It's like, uh, it's, it's becoming professional. And it depends also on the quality of entrepreneurs. So we look for entrepreneurs that can do this as well in the future. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. They're getting more mature themselves now. So yeah, sure, exactly. Um, so what kind of, can you give us a few examples of what kind of percentage of equity they're giving out? Um, like what Mondo, for example, gave out to all these backers from the total yeah. amount. Yeah, Mondo, Mondo gave away, I think, uh, 3% of the company. Uh, the valuation was the same valuation for Passion Capital and for the crowd. Mm -hmm. So it, it was fair. It's a, it's a big valuation, but these kind of companies like Mondo, they, they, Mondo will need more raises in the future. So I'm sure that they will raise more, more, more funds from the crowd and from VCs in the next years. Because they, these are companies that are disrupting uh, financial, for example, Mondo is disrupting financial financial sector. So you, you, you do need a lot of money to, to get a license, a bank license, 
to get a proper management team, etc. Other companies which are like um, uh, consumer goods or evaluations are, are lower. For example, in seed stage, usually the companies raise uh, 100 or 200K for about 20% of the company, 25% of the company. When they are growing and they have already metrics, revenue and a proven model, they can raise up to 500K and they, the valuation is around, let's say, 2 million, 1.5 million, etc. And for really growing companies that are mature, valuations can, vary, can, can be really, really different. I mean, BrewDog, which is a brewery company, they had a, a huge valuation because they are, they have, they are generating a huge amount of revenue and, and positive EBITDA. So uh, it's difficult to say. We, we do have a statistics on valuations, mm-hmm. uh, but each sector, each kind of company, uh, it's different. So yes. it's, it's a good way to, to see how, how it will go in the, in the next months, in the next years. Yeah. Um, so let's go now to the startup side. So how many startups would you say have been uh, funded up to now? Do you have a, a number? Uh, yeah, so in the UK, with, where, where CrowdCube uh, has the headquarters, we, funded, we have funded like 350 startups, mm-hmm. more, more than 350, mm-hmm. for a total amount of 150 million pounds. Uh, here in Spain, we did uh, 22, we helped 22 companies, startups, uh, for a total amount of 3, mo- 3 million euros. We are here since one year ago. Mm-hmm. Only so we are we are starting and Spain is growing, but it's growing slower than in, than other countries. So it's always later in Spain when the, the fintech and the equity crowdfunding in, in in the UK is much more developed than in Spain. So yeah, I think we have to be here, and the time to market is really important. I think that goes for most of Europe compared yeah, to, to London. You, yeah, London is like the hub for fintech. So that uh, brings me to the question about why a Spanish subsidiary and uh, if there's any, if Crowdcube, is this the only subsidiary? Yeah, Crowdcube has some partners uh, around the globe, around the world. Uh, actually, we have some uh, partners in New Zealand, which are raising funds uh, since a year, more, they are operating since a year ago. Uh, also in another con- European countries through partnerships and joint venture agreements. But in Spain, what, what they saw and what we see is that uh, in, in Europe, Spain is one of the countries with more potential in terms of fintech and crowdfunding. So we became a subsidiary a few months ago and now we are, in, in, we are consolidated. So we are in the, in the group, crowdcube group, we can say. Uh, Spain also is regulate, has um, uh, regulated uh, our our sector. So crowdfunding now it's it's regulated. We have a regulation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have applied for that a year ago, and we are about uh, I think in one or two months we will get the, the approval from our financial conduct authority. So when when a country regulates crowdfunding, it means that there is something there that you have to look into. And Spain was one of the pioneers in Europe on regulation as well. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's yeah. So uh, I, I do say on your website, somebody can go on Crowdcube.com and see the kind of uh, companies that are seeking investment. I just see all kinds of sectors, health and fitness, food and drink, environmental sure. and ethical, mm-hmm. consumer products, they're all there. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you, 
from where are these startups coming from within Europe? Where do you see uh, the, the biggest number of them coming from? And do you see any entries from Eastern Europe? Mm. Well, we, we operate with sites, uh, local sites. It means we have a Spanish site, we have a, a, the English site, the UK site, uh, which is crowdcube.com. We have a Spanish site, which is crowdcube.es, yes, mm -hmm. from España. And we do that because the regulations are different in every country. So we have to adapt the processes, the capital raises, the legal structure, the disclaimers, the warnings, everything has to be adapted to each country. So mainly in the UK side, you will find uh, UK startups and in the Spanish side, you will find Spanish startups. Hmm. So we've funded few Norwegian uh, companies in the past, but it didn't work so much, so well. So now we are focusing uh, step by step. We have, you have to focus because you need to know the people behind the company. You need to know the culture, the ecosystem in each country. So that's why we have an office here in Spain. So equity crowdfunding, uh, it's very local at the moment. So obviously in the future, we aim to be a global platform and where any, any investor can diversify, not only among sectors and stages, but also among countries, which is huge opportunity as well. Yeah. Uh, in terms of sectors, we, we are a general platform. We, we work with every, every, every kind of startup and sector. Mainly our, the, the, most of the deals are from consumer goods, retails, and, and e-commerce or technology. Uh, but we also did some biotech, uh, biotech uh, raises. And, and yeah, and other, and other ones like, uh, I think we did some, some, re, uh, some uh, real estate. Uh, but yeah, mainly it's, it's those that I mentioned before. Okay, so uh, we just went through Mobile World Congress. We actually were supposed to meet there, but we didn't manage. It was crazy. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no worries about that, Pepe. We were all running like crazy. Sometimes yeah. I try to describe how the whole... So it's not understandable for somebody who has not been there, but it's, yeah. it's, it's a loony situation. So I wanted to ask you about 4YFN. I know you were there. Um, so did you see opportunities? And I, I really would uh, like your feedback about 4YFN if you see it as a, an opportunity in general, like in event-wise, and tell us if you did see some startups that you noticed mm. and uh, have potential. I think that this kind of event, like the four years from now, is a good event for Spanish startups to show themselves to international investors coming here. Uh, especially from non-Europe non investors or, or people like looking for partnerships or something like this. For an equity crowdfunding like Crowdcube Spain, uh, it was not a huge opportunity to find the startups because I already knew most of the startups that were there mm -hmm. because mo most of them were Spanish and, may and also there were some startups that we, that we funded. Uh, what I did, uh, what we had there, it's a great exposure because we did a panel uh, about Crowdcube, our, about the, the, the future of equity crowdfunding. So we got a lot of good contacts in among Europe, also uh, American and, and, and Asiatic, Asian, Asian people. So I really love to be in these events. It's, it's pretty crazy. So you, it's mm -hmm. exhausting, actually. <laughs> you, you, you know that. 
but yeah, in terms of operations and deal flow, it was not the main reason to be there. It was just to meet people and, and to know what if they want to look up uh, and to look after doing uh, crowdfunding in states, in Asia or in other countries maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's much for networking, I agree on that. Yeah. That, that, that's also for Mobile World Congress, you don't actually uh, book deals, you just uh, do great networking. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Pepe, um, my last question, um, you did say that startups come usually from the country, either UK or Spain, but I'm guessing that you're interested in investors from all over Europe. So what should somebody who has some money and would like to invest should do? What, uh, what's the next step they should take once they hear this interview? Well, it's registering in CrowdCube is, is, is easy, it's free. It costs no money. It, I mean, it's three steps uh, process, and you can check all the details of the companies and ask to the entrepreneurs. We have a forum where you can just uh, discuss and ask and reply to other investors and do difficult questions. We love investors that do their own due diligence on the platform. They have all the information, the legal information, financial information, business plans the video where they can meet the team and see them. And obviously investing in startups is, uh, is risky, but it can be also very, very lucrative. Mm-hmm. So our, our aim is always give the, give the opportunity and give a tool to investors to diversify because the only secret for winning money and earning money investing in the startups is having a diversified portfolio. Mm-hmm. Uh, investing a little amount of money, a little amount of money in a lot of of, of startups, which are vetted and and analyzed by CrowdCube analysis analysts, is uh, is the best way to to get a, a good return in the future. So, and other thing which is pretty interesting as well is locally investors have tax relief. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in Spain, if a Spanish investor invests in a Spanish startup, in a st- Spanish startup they can get uh, a 30% tax relief uh, of their investment. So if I invest a thousand pounds, I get 300 tax relief uh, at the end of the year. In, in the UK, there's also a really nice scheme for investing in a startup. So you can, I think you can uh, get like 50% of your investment uh, in your, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. tax relief. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, thank you. Uh, thank you, Pepe Borrell, for being with us, uh, Managing Director at CrowdCube Spain. Thank you. Thanks to you. It's a uh, pleasure. Um, this is Vicky Colovo for Tech Talk Central. Um, we'll be back. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.